0: Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. All right, you guys, my guest uh, today is uh, a second time around the show, and we've been working together now for a little while. And with me again, I've got Mr. Lee Jennings. Lee, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, Brandon. Excited to be here. Cool. Very cool. So thanks again for jumping on. I know uh, uh, as a busy listing agent as you are, I know how tight time is. So I want to jump right into it and give people as much value as we possibly can, Lee. And so I want to talk to them about what it really takes to be a listing agent in this market today. And so walk us through production-wise, how, how did you end up in 2020? And then we'll jump right into 2021 and what you're doing these days.
1: Sure. So um, 2020, I ended up... Um, I was right around... I was right... I was between 10 and 11 million.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. The
1: volume, I did. And in my market, that was like, I think like 16 or 17 deals, maybe.
0: Something like yeah. that. And, and, and uh, commissions was roughly how much last year? About 265. Got it. And year to date now in 2021, where are you at from a commissions earned right now? I'm about the same. I mean, I
1: I'm about ninety ninety one thousand. Got it. Yeah.
0: Cool. And what was the goal for 2021? Fifteen million.
1: 20, 2021. Yeah, the goal was really like fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Um. And it, yeah, obviously it's been a low inventory market, and I've had all these uh, you know other things going on that that you're privy to that are yeah making that challenging, but um. You know, it's been, it's, it's been a year that's kind of just like reaffirmed all of the fundamentals, you know?
0: Exactly right. It always comes back to the fundamentals, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true. Like one, I mean, one of the things that I've realized, it's just like, and you know, like another, you know, good friend, Keith Zimmer, who's, who's in the program as well. I was talking to him you know recently about it, but it was like, it doesn't matter who you're calling. Just, just do the activities. That's right. And, and, and and, and I, and I'm like, I'll admit it. Like I've, I mean, I'm pretty good on the phone at this point, you know? And yep. I, I have found that like, it's so, I mean, it's, it sounds trite or cliche, but it's like,
0: if you do the activities, like everything comes to you, that's it. Well, well, well here's the reality is like, people want to overcomplicate everything. And so they discredit simple for not being valuable. So they don't do the yep. fundamentals. And yep. those are the things that get you the results. Cause you're like, it can't be that simple, Lee. It's gotta be more complicated to that. So obviously picking up the phone and talking to people. That's way too simple. Like, give me the oh, yeah. give me the fancy stuff. And yeah. so let's um, what let's start off by t- talking about what lead sources you're calling to get listings right now. So for sale by owners
1: has ha- has been my top pillar from from day one. And then for rent by owners, expired, canceled, withdrawn. Um, my niche is you know multi unit buildings. Like I love anything like anywhere from a two to a ten unit is kind of you know like I I love listing those. That's great. Yeah. And then um, referral partner and then just anything past client database. Man,
0: I don't have that many past clients, but the ones I do
1: have are, are, are great resources.
0: Yeah. So, so you've got a nice, well-rounded business, which we try to get an agent to get to the point where they have four or five different lead pillars. Um, and so the other cool thing about your business specifically is you're not from the area in which you sell. Like, you, what, what market are you in? So I'm in Seattle, Washington. And, and you didn't grow up there. Like you don't have a bunch of friends and family just giving you business left and right. These are all strangers for the most part. Oh, complete strangers. I, I grew
1: up in Ohio and I went to college in Oregon and then i moved all like I've moved all over the West. And I lived here briefly like 16 years ago for like a year and a half, two years. And I moved away for a long time. And I moved back in January of 20 or in January of 2019. Okay. So I I moved to Seattle and like you know, it was scary. I mean, getting yeah. into the business, like just, you know, making a move. It's like, whoa, this is going to be
0: intense. And it, and it was. Yeah. And you've been able to do it. So let's talk through that a little bit. So, so uh, let's walk through your schedule. What does an average day look like for you when you're really dialed in and you're really getting after it? Walk us through your prospecting schedule and appointments and what that day looks like. Sure. So, um, I begin. I mean, my call times
1: are in the morning from, you know, eight, eight uh, eight to 11 typically. And I just do your two 90 minute call blocks. And then I, I used to get really hung up on what lead source I'm calling. I don't really do that anymore. I just, I remember that. Yeah. So I, and and I see other people doing that and I'm just like, I just want to tell them, I'm like, it doesn't matter. You just have to get out there and, and prospect. So I'm prospecting, you know, like across all my sources. And then my goal really is to, is to do at least two preview appointments per day. And I'm really, I'm, I'm really trying to, I mean, like in the beginning, I would preview it. I I preview anything. Now I'm trying to qualify those better. Um, Asking the 2.0 question
0: is, is critical to that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, all right. So that makes sense. So you're calling, you're doing two 90 minute call blocks in the morning. Right. Uh, You do a 90 minute, take a break, 90 minute session. Right. How, how often are you able to get your two appointments per day right now?
1: Uh, pretty much every day. Okay. Pretty much every day. Yeah.
0: Now, so there's two school of thoughts here, and this is where the skills really come into play that I want to break down today. The, 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 there's some people like in our program that, well, well forget our program. There, there's just some agents that have a tough time converting the preview type appointment into a client
1: right.
0: where they like they, they, they almost want it to be converted before they go to the appointment. Yeah. And so you're doing kind of like a hybrid approach And I love how you're like, let's put lead source aside because I agree with you. These are just human beings, right? So, so, so you're doing, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're doing a hybrid between like a highly qualified listing appointment Mm -hmm. and a highly quality preview appointment. Is that accurate? Right. right. I mean, I want
1: to get, I want to get a quality preview appointment, which in my mind is if I ask the 2.0 question and they say yes, then in my mind, they are open to listing down the road.
0: I mean, they have, they flat told you. So I'm I'm under the same belief. So let's walk the people through what is the 2.0 qualifying question that you're asking before you set an appointment? So
1: it's, you know, Mr. Seller, I know that, um, you know, with the market being as as good as it is right now, you'll probably sell it on your own. But, you know, if you don't sell it on your own, are, are you open to interviewing um, an aggressive agent over the next few, uh, uh, a couple of weeks or,
0: or, or months to, uh, uh, to help you get it sold? And then they say, yeah, listen, if I, if, and then, if they say anything favorable, mm-hmm. you, you're going for the appointment immediately. Is that right? Correct. Yep.
1: Oftentimes, are, oftentimes I've already set the appointment
0: and then I will go to the 2.0 after I set the appointment. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. so, um, do you f- continue to go down the script, the questions, or as soon as you have the appointment, are you done off the phone?
1: I, um, I, you know, I really don't. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much off the phone. If I've, if I've set the appointment, like the preview appointment, and I've asked the, you know, that question and, 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 and I have a yes answer, then I'm going to flush out everything else at the preview.
0: Perfect. That's a, that's how I want it to be done. And I think there was some confusion that people thought that they had to continue to talk. I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) The point of the call is to set the appointment, get off the phone and handle everything face to face. So if they answer favorable to that, what do you do to secure the actual, oh, you set the appointment first, the preview appointment first. Yep. I set the appointment right away. So, so walk us through that. Then you ask the, the qualifying question. Is that right? Right. Right. All right I can so, always cancel an appointment. What's that? I, I,
1: I can always cancel an appointment. Got it. So I mean, I'm going to get into the call. If like, if I have the seller on the phone, like a live person, then I'm just going to ask for the preview right away. Got
0: it. So you, okay, I get you. I get it. So you get the preview. Once they say, yep, I'm good. Then you get into qualifying and then you determine, am I going to keep it or am I not? Exactly. It's beautiful. Can you talk about what you're doing there with an expired? Because with the Fizbo, I think it's pretty easy, but I like, you're using the same approach regardless of, regardless of lead source. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to get the preview appointment with an expired? So
1: on the expired, um, I'm, you know, I'm doing a little read. I mean, prior to calling expireds, like every morning, like probably between seven and and 8 AM I'm researching all the new expireds, like in, in, in my market, I want to get a feel for, for what happened a little bit, you know, prior to the call. And then when I'm calling, I mean, I'm basically using your script, which is Brandon.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hello.
1: Yeah. Hey, so I, I noticed that your home uh, uh, came off, off the market. And I was,
0: you know, I was just curious what happened. You know, that's, it's a good question. We, we, we don't know. I mean, we thought things were going well and it started off good, bunch of showings, and then kind of just fell off the map and communication from the agent kind of disappeared. And, you know, here we are. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the, yeah, that's, that's, it's gotta be really frustrating.
1: Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking over the listing right now and, and sort of how it was marketed and um, you know, there are some things that, that I think would be helpful to you. I was just going to see, I mean, you know, are you possibly going to be available? Could I just come by and take a quick look at the property this afternoon, maybe around three o'clock?
0: Um, yeah, I think that'd be fine.
1: Okay. I'll be in it, Um, in your neighborhood, I'll just pop by it probably won't take me you know any more than probably 10 or 15 minutes, but I will see you then. Perfect. And, and okay, great.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's it. That's amazing. And so when you get to the appointment, so so the argument I'm I'm telling you right now, you're gonna see the comments in the YouTube uh, video when we upload this. They're like, (laughs) wait, wait a minute. Well, he's just that's not a quality quantity, that's not a that's not a qualified appointment. So, how do the appointments go when you get there? So, and that's I mean, this is kind of the crux
1: of, of what we're talking about. I think this is like I'm in that growing pains phase where I'm going from like fledgling listing agent like over to mastery. Yeah, And one of the biggest skills we learn is like, you know, obviously you want to be qualifying as much as you possibly yeah. can, but you also want to get the face to face. That's right. Well. And so it's this constant sort of, you know, balance, conflicting balance between those, you know, those things. I'll be honest. I mean, if I go on two preview appointments per day, which is like 10 a week, um, you know, I would say six or seven of those I would deem high quality where I walk out of the preview and say to myself, okay, I have a shot. I have a real shot of actually listing that, that property.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Because you, with your skills, I think what's happening to give the, the audience context is you are a great listener because you don't have to think about what you have to say anymore. Yeah. You could call any lead, any market, you're you're not worrying about a script anymore. So you're really keen in listening for motivation, and you know when there's a real opportunity and you know when there's not. And so I think to, to be fair to this conversation, that's what happens when you build a skill set. It's like I don't need to say anything more. I know this is a seller I want to meet with, how they're responding to my questions. You know, I can hear their tone, their rate of speech. I can see they're motivated, they're motivated. And so I just want that face to face. I don't care about anything else because I know what's gonna happen when I get there. So when you get on the appointment, how do those typically go? Like give us the 80%, not the 20%. The 80% of the time, how do they go? So I mean, that's the thing about doing these
1: previews in general that's like amazing to me is that I go on these and you know, they're they're typically fairly short, maybe like twenty to thirty minutes. But you know, I I mean I'm doing Ford, I'm doing family occupation recreation dreams, yeah. you know, I'm 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 trying to flush out um, all the motivation, obviously look at at, at the property, but you know, I'm good at, at building rapport and that, yeah, I mean, all of that. So that comes easily to me. Um, and I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, you know, like I'm saying 60, 70% of the time, I'm walking out of that preview saying, okay, I have a great relationship with this seller. It's a, you know, it's definitely a, a listing opportunity.
0: And, 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 and yeah. Well, uh, yeah, go. I was going to say, how, how do you, how do you know? Like how, how do you get to that point? Because for me, for a preview appointment for me to call it a success, like you're calling it a success, here's, here's my key thing. If I ask this question, I know it's a real opportunity. And that question is this, I have the CMA in front of me and I go th- and we talk about like timing and days on market. And I circle the days on market and I say, Lee, you know, I guess I'll, let me just be, be open with you. I mean, if you get to the point where, where you haven't sold your house in the next 17 days, which is what all your competition is doing I mean, would you give me an opportunity to earn your business and share with you what I could do to get your property sold? And mm-hmm. I ask them really, really straightforward, really forthcoming. And if they say, "Yeah, Brandon, we like you, we, we we like how this meeting went, we'd give you the opportunity," well, I feel great about it. What What are you doing to determine whether or not you got the opportunity or not?
1: That's essentially the the, 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 I, I, the exact same thing I'm doing. So I'm okay. just
0: asking a similar
1: question like that, you know, towards the end of it. Perfect. And I mean, that's I mean. That's, that's, you know, I would say probably 80, you know, 80 to 90% of agents simply won't ask that question. And that's,
0: that's exactly what, right.
1: That's what differentiates. Like that's really all it comes down to a lot of the
0: time. It's that. And so I have to go do a coaching session after this video with our members around asking the question because they're, they're simply not asking it. And if you don't ask it, you know, I guess, let me get your opinion because you have so much experience and I know you're coaching agents and, and, and helping mentor agents, um, uh why do you think people can succeed in listing property by just being nice or do you feel like they got to be able to ask for the business they have to deal with that at some point
1: it's the critical piece it's absolutely the most critical piece i mean you can be nice and 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 you may even even pick up a few listings by being nice you know and having really great rapport but if you won't ask for the business then you're just you're you're never going to turn the corner
0: i love it and that's why I love this book so much. I make all the agents I mentor read this book. Oh, I, I know that, you're a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is such a wonderful book. And how Jeb pl- puts it about asking people for for the sale. It's like you got to get over the fact of not asking because if you can't ask, you really can't be in sales. You know what I mean? Right. And so you got to get over that fear. Um, all right. So so then you have a you've got a good meeting. I think you said maybe uh, out of ten. How many do you feel like you come out of of there with you feeling you have got a real shot at getting the listing? Would you? Say? I would
1: say probably out of ten, maybe like like a, you know maybe like five or six. Probably I have a pretty like I have a real shot. Got it. And then, and then out of those ten, I mean I you know I mean I'll be honest, I'm I'm probably actually listing one or two of those. Absolutely. And then you know and then at that point you're you're shifting and it all comes down to follow up.
0: That's right. So we're going to talk about that. And so that, that, that's meeting the conversion KPIs perfectly. From, from preview appointment to listing uh, uh, contract, it should be about a 20% conversion. Um, mm-hmm. If you're running the preview appointment conversion strategy, which you are on all lead sources. Yeah. So how are you following up? Give us a high level overview of how you're converting that from preview appointment to contract. So
1: the follow-up, I'm essentially following your system, but I'm doing, I, I, you know, sometimes I'm doing a little bit overkill on it, but I'm, I'm doing a, like a Monday call, you know, a, a Wednesday email and a Friday text. Yep. Um, and I mean, you know, and then you, like one thing you taught me very early on, or it was, it was probably when I first got into the program was, you know, have your hot sheet all the time of like your top 15 prospects or whatever that is. And so I'm, I mean, I'm probably texting them or or calling them daily. I mean, it's, it's, you know,
0: and and that's critical. That's critical. So there's two big nuggets, you guys, that Lee Lee and I just talked about that really move the needle in your business. One is asking for the business, asking for an opportunity. People really respect that. And when you ask for it, they'll give it to you. And then two, having your hot leads on a tangible piece of paper or a folder that you're physically touching and looking at daily because that's where the conversion, I think, really, li- really lives, Lee, is mm-hmm. like your ability to just stay top of mind with these people constantly because they got so many agents calling them mm-hmm. and the agents that are getting the listings are, have the most aggressive lead follow-up. It's real simple. It's it's almost like that qualifying
1: question. Um, agents don't want to make the follow-up call. It's yeah. a, like people almost struggle more making the follow-up call than they did you know, making that initial call, which is... Crazy, but it's true. People just are are uncomfortable with it.
0: And I'll tell you why. It's because they didn't ask for the business on the first meeting or the first call. So they have nothing to say on the follow-up call versus if you ask for the business and they say, yeah, Lee, we're open to that idea. Well, now when I'm following up, it's I'm following up on that opportunity. Hey, when when we spoke before, you had mentioned that if you couldn't sell the property in 17 days, that you might be open to looking at some other options. I'm following up to see, are you open to that at this time? Right. There's a purpose okay. for the call. So it makes sense. If an agent doesn't do that, they're like, shit, I, I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to follow up with other than, hey, I'm just checking in and there's no value with that.
1: Right, right. Well, and it's and it's also like if you're keeping that conversation going, you know, if you like if if you follow up and let's say you have maybe, you know, like anywhere from three to seven conversations after that initial preview, your chance of converting the business is just is just higher. I mean, that's yeah.
0: You know. So so what are you like? How, how many listings right now? So we're, we're doing this, what, at the end of May? How many listings do you typically take? Or what is your goal every month? My goal is is essentially one listing per week. Got it. Yeah. And so how many listings do you carry typically? Like how many listings do you have active pending all that right now?
1: So I've got, um, I mean, right now I'm, I'm a little light. I've got three. I just, I, I had a, I had a, I had a brutal spring. I lost yeah. two like really, well, what I thought were pretty quality listings, but they, I, I took some listings where there were some, um, I guess there were some landmines, so to speak, Yeah, where, where it was like, cor- you know, quirkier properties or things that were more difficult to sell and, you know, didn't end up selling them. I mean, I think every agent's dealt with that at some point, Absolutely. you know, so I had a couple of those. And in in my market, they're extremely expensive because they're, you know, everything everything here is over a million.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so how are you managing? I think another thing, when people get to your level where they start making a quarter million, 300,000 a year, um, primarily with listings, I don't even know if you work with buyers at all right now. How are you managing a pipeline and keeping your, your, how do you manage the existing pipeline and then keep new leads coming in the top? So
1: that's something where, I mean, one thing that I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm probably going to bring on a, a a virtual assistant just to help with my lead flow. Like, like the, just all the prep, um, like as far as, as, as working through expireds and, and just making sure, I mean, a little, you know, just all of that sort of busy work because I want to be, I want to be prospecting. I don't want to be doing any of that other work.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: something I'm going to be doing probably like over the next few weeks. But, um, you know, other than that, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's you know, it's, it's a grueling thing to be doing this solo, but it's, it's, it's also probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I mean, really, yeah. You
0: know, I mean, cause that's the, that, that's the honest truth about the work that we do. It's really hard. It's really gratifying. It's the hardest work in sales, but it's the most effective and it's where all the money is. It's yeah. probably why most agents are avoiding it like crazy. They want to do everything, right. but pick up the phone. Right. Um, what do you, as you look forward in your career, what is what do you see long term? Like what is the vision for you long term with this industry and with your, your newfound skill set? My goal, I mean, my goal
1: is to you know hit a million dollars GCI as a solo agent. Yeah. And that's that's my like North Star. That's that's where I, I want to get to. I love um, it. Yeah, that's that's you know, that's like the overarching thing.
0: What do you think needs to happen? Obviously, more time has to go past, right? And you're still building systems into your business. But if you fast forward, let's pretend you were, you're making a million in GCI. What's different about that business that you don't have in place right now? That's the amazing thing about my business right
1: now is that it's almost like I can see it. I just have to yeah. do more of what I'm doing right now and not overcomplicate. It. You have like, yeah. Simplifying, doing the fundamentals, doing and just doing more of it. But that's that's right. The crazy part is I feel like I have the roadmap. So I feel very empowered right now. I'm like I know exactly what I need to do. I just need to 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 just make it even simpler, more robotic and and like push forward that way.
0: Yeah, and I and I think you're right. I mean, I think that the the key thing is to leverage out of as many non-dollar productive things as possible right. so that all you do is make sales calls and go on appointments. Right. And everything else is leveraged out and yeah. it's almost like being an ISA. But you have a license to 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 list and sell homes, you know.
1: Right. right. All that I wanted to be, like, all I, I I want to do is
0: prospect
1: and and, and present, and and that's, that's it. it.
0: That's it. And, and and my gosh, it's so simple, but so many agents cannot accept that. I don't know how many times I got to tell people you're either on an appointment or you're looking for one and everything else is a waste of time, but everybody does everything else. But those two things, if you follow an agent around, they don't spend any time looking for appointments and they don't go on any appointments. And so what, what pieces of advice, if you coach a brand new agent, um, what advice would you give to a brand new agent that, that wants to, to succeed in this business?
1: So eliminate your distractions I mean, because, you know, as, as you've said, you have to have a monk like discipline to become a top listing agent. So eliminate all the distractions and, um, you know, you're, you're going to have to invest a little bit, you know, in your business, but, um, I mean, just don't overthink it. Yeah. Don't overthink it. I mean, the, the, the people who I've met, you know, over the last year who are successful in, you know, in this business, they have very, very simple strategies that they're using consistently every single day.
0: It's great. It's great advice. And that's where that saying came from. Simplicity is genius. Mm-hmm. Simplicity is actually harder than complexity. And I think because of what we, how we started this interview off, agents want to believe that it's more complex than it is. They have a tough time accepting that if you just do push-ups, if you just go up and down, you're going to build muscle. No, no, no. It's got to be special shoes. I got to do it a certain way. No, no, no. Right? And so it's so true in real estate. It's like, no, you just got to pick up the phone. Well, what do I say? Doesn't matter. Who should I call? Doesn't matter. You just got to pick up the phone and talk to humans and you're going to list homes, you know?
1: Right, right exactly. And and it's, it's, it's sort of ironic because when I first got into the business, I was like, it seemed like there was just like all these things swirling around me and all these people trying to sell me things. I and, know. All and, and over the last you know 18 months, that has just
0: like, that's kind of quieted down
1: because I know exactly what I need to do.
0: You've got, you've probably been able to say no to everything. Cause you can just like, you had the blinders on, you know, it works and you just got to execute, execute. So, so if people want to um, learn more or connect more with you or potentially join your team uh, at eXp, how can they find out more about you? Where, where can they connect with you? Just have them, um, have
1: them text me directly. Uh, my cell is 206-419-8303. And um, I can send them a pitch deck that, that kind of has some video on me and, and kind of explains uh, essentially my journey in, in uh, real estate. I just joined um, eXp last September. And, and so you've had I, a great
0: experience there from my understanding. Is that right? And it's been incredible.
1: It's been totally it. incredible. And I've, i built a team now, like, a, I mean, it's not a huge team, but it's, it's way bigger than I, I, I thought it would be. And I, I, I really, I mean, I never imagined myself being like a recruiter. I always just wanted to be, you know, a, a top producer. Yeah. But I'm finding that I, that I'm I, like, I'm loving it.
0: Yeah. So I'll, you guys, I'll put Lee's contact info. I'll put his, his, his uh, number below this video but you're right. It's like, I think through mentoring people, you actually get better and grow yourself. Yes. That's what I find. As I train and coach more people, my skills grow too, you know? And that's the thing people don't realize through leadership. You can call it recruiting, leadership, coach, whatever you want to call it through helping other people. We grow at the same time. And that's probably a part that you really like because knowing who you are, Uh, like I told you before the interview, you're an amazing human being. And I think the people on your team really benefit from that. And so if you guys want to reach out to Lee, you, I'm sure he'll talk to you at any time you guys want, uh, I'll put all his, his social media stuff beneath this video. Lee, thanks again for doing this. Thanks for Um, having me. Absolutely, man. It's a lot of fun. I love the, I love the work that we do together. And, um, again, we'll just, we'll just stay connected. Keep rocking and rolling, brother. Sounds good, man. Thank you. You got it. Talk to you soon. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.